Currently 52 degrees in Roanoke and Salem, 49 in Bedford, 52 in Lynchburg, 48 in Danville, 49 in Appomattox. 806 on the morning jam. Where is it? Is it coming? Yes. There it is. Yes. Hello and welcome to Shockingly Wicked, a true crime podcast where we bring you true crime cases from the headlines to the hometowns. I'm Brianna. I'm exhausted. Yeah, same. (laughs) We had to be up at like eight this morning. Well, I set my alarm for eight and then you woke me up early. So I got the times wrong. That was my bad. Yeah, yeah, it was. (laughs) Um, So we are here live at the True Crime Podcast Festival. We are very excited to announce that we have three people in the audience with us today. (laughs) So that's Brianna Miller and her co-host. And what is your co-host's name? She says, I'm I'm exhausted, but that's not her name. (laughs) Yeah, uh, that is Brittany Patrick. It was that day. (laughs) Yes. Been there. (laughs) You guys were at a conference in Dallas. Yes. And you you did your show from there. That's pretty cool. That was the True Crime Podcast Festival. And that is the third annual. They have them every year at the end of August. We won't be going next year only because it's a little bit more expensive and we are currently at the point where we're not able to monetize the podcast too much because we're still relatively new. We just started back in May of 2021. So all things considered, we're still technically a newer podcast. By comparison. Yes. Yes. So here's the the weird thing for me, okay? Having you here in the studio. (laughs) It's not weird having you in the studio. It's weird that I found out through a mutual friend, Jeff Chenault, that you even were doing a podcast because you and I used to work together at at tech yeah. at Mosaic Church. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so you head up the tech team and you do a great job. You got Thank a great you. crew of uh, folks that you've recruited over these last few years. And, uh, but th- this podcast thing, I didn't even know it was a thing until Jeff told me. <laughs> and, and now we're in season three. <laughs> and you're in season three. So, so how many episodes have you done? So this, uh, the one that's being released this Thursday will actually be our 50th episode. I okay. counted that last night because I was like, I know that we're getting close. <laughs> All right. So, so that's a that's going to be a huge benchmark then. Yes, I'm very excited. So tell me how you got started. I mean, I'm a huge true crime buff i listen to podcasts all the time i will be putting you in my (laughs) queue um tell us how you got started and and where did your interest from true crime come okay um so i don't know where it originally stemmed from but i do know that my interest in true crime kind of took off with like law and order svu and Mm -hmm. things along those lines because you know on certain channels they're playing repeated marathons all day long (laughs) all all law and order all the time for 20 years exactly (laughs) so i think it started with that kind of moved into the realm of documentaries and then uh, i discovered the investigation discovery channel oh yeah and things kind of took off from there um i did also study in um at liberty university i studied for my bachelor's i got in criminal psychology and then for my uh masters i got in forensic psychology under criminal justice so i kind of just turned in that direction Mm -hmm. uh at one point i don't actually remember that like turning point Mm -hmm. (laughs) now i know in a a lot of of uh, true crime podcasts a lot of times the stories are ones that people are familiar with Mm -hmm. now do you is that where you go or do you kind of mix it up so how do you pick your topics it depends we try to mix it up occasionally you'll probably see a big name of some kind like we recently covered uh, a case involving uh, Snoop Dogg Mm-hmm. Okay. So you might recognize the name, but not everybody is familiar with the actual details of the case. But typically, is Snoop Dogg a murder. 
he was accused of murder. He was acquitted. Mm. Based on the case details, he was in the area when somebody was murdered. We don't know oh. if he was Was Martha actually... Stewart anywhere close by? <laughs> uh, have no. We, she have, had an excuse. She was in jail well, at the time. Well, she had an ankle <laughs> monitor. Maybe they oh, could... that's right. Yeah. 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 No, wow. th- this happened back in, I think, the early 90s. I think uh, it was like 93. Okay. All right. So before they before they connected. But, gotcha. Um, we try to focus more on lesser-known cases. That's yeah. kind of our focus because there are a lot of podcasts out there that talk about the big ones. Like, yeah, the same yeah. ones. Every, you know. Well, all the one the that I listened to last night doing the dishes, Roses Are Red, so is ketchup, I think. Uh, yeah, Roses Are Red, ketchup is two. Yeah, ketchup that was our two. Valentine's Day episode Aww, for last year. Romantic. I know. Well, it wasn't very romantic, <laughs> no. but I don't want to spoil it. Now, I, obviously, when you're talking about crime and stuff, you're talking about adult themes. These are adult yes. themes, so, so be ready for some... Well, here's the thing. I Look, think I murder's think, not pretty, Mark. It's not pretty, it's but not. but her and Brittany bring this fun, loving so s- sense to the podcast. We try to infuse a little bit of humor, yeah. but not at the expense of the victims, right? Because right. it is such a heavy topic. Oh yeah, to talk sure. About. Yes. And so being able to. I don't know. Brittany and I say in I a couple it. episodes, like we, you, we, we joke about trauma. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we joke about our own. So like that's kind of how we deal with it. That's sure. right. And so that's kind of like where the the humor comes in. We try not to focus it at the victims or I what happened to them. Send so. me a meme that said talking to a psychologist and says, I really think you, you use humor to deflect pain. And, and you know, mm. and, and the person says, so what I'm hearing is you think I'm funny. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. Yeah, because ex- that is how you deal with things. That's exactly right. Brittany. <laughs> now, you had a story the other day, just two days ago, and I don't remember what it was. All I remember is just, oh my God, this has got to be a podcast. I, and, I've, <laughs> and I was always thought it was a story uh, that I grew up with uh, in, in Stanton where mm. everybody in the community had assumed that this man was guilty of, right. of murder mm-hmm. and i believe if i'm not mistaken i believe it was at a dry cleaners the mm-hmm. murder took place at a, a dry cleaners and and everybody they he never served time but everybody they, had just, they I mean, yeah he was just an outcast. he was just an outcast yeah and then there was a deathbed confession by the sheriff by the sheriff oh. and who knew all along it wasn't yeah, and there was like like you know affairs and she'll give you details during was, the commercial. Break. I mean, it's really really and, and I yeah. have a friend, uh, Diane Fanning, who is a, a true crime writer. Yeah, and uh, I was like, Diane, you need to do this story, but she's got so much stuff going in on. there that yeah. she's going. But it would be a great. It's definitely podcast worthy for mm-hmm. sure. If you give me the information, I can look and into it. Can, yeah, <laughs> we're you always track that for, bad boy down. Yeah, so it's a good we're one. always looking for give case us suggestions. The most heavy one and then the most lighthearted one as you know it right now okay or or your favorite you or know, your, even your most favorite interesting yeah. yeah i don't know if i have a favorite it's like picking it a favorite changes. child yeah yeah um but i would say that the heaviest one that we've covered there's two one of them is the case of terrell peterson that was in our first season. I believe it was episode six. Mm-hmm. That one was really tough. Um, if you guys, a couple of years ago, Netflix released a documentary about Gabriel uh, Hernandez out in California. Very similar case mm-hmm. um, where family members ended up abusing him. Mm-hmm. Um, so that one was heavy. And then also the case of Junko Feruda. That one's a little bit more on the like more well-known side, but it was a suggestion from one of our listeners mm-hmm. to cover that case. And it was a uh, high school girl who was abducted by a guy who she rejected and mm-hmm. held and tortured for about 40 days oh, wow. before she finally passed away. 
and it was that one happened in Japan and it was it was rough because there were a lot of people who knew what was happening mm-hmm. but nobody stopped it nobody did anything exactly how you these average 45 minutes to, yes. to an hour yes so some some of them are a little bit shorter I think the shortest one we probably have is about 35 minutes um, sometimes we go over the hour point but it kind of just depends on the subject matter of the episode because sometimes it's like there's a lot of information but well, we don't that, that's it my into next two question parts. is you and Brittany what do you put in to an average podcast hours wise of research <laughs> um, it's a lot. I actually have... And I know it can vary. Yeah, later today I actually have to research on my next case that I'm going to be covering. Um, We try to at least research for multiple days, Mm -hmm. but however many hours during that day can vary. Sure. Um, We try to at least put in five hours, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like if we can. Sure. Um, Because right now, because we're still a smaller podcast, we're still doing the majority of Of all the the work. You're doing all the social media. Yes. How many podcast platforms? And we'll give your website out here in a minute. Looks like you're on about 10 or 15, right? We're on as many as we can be. Okay. Um, So pretty much every single podcast platform out there, I think there are a couple. You're pretty good at at sharing all that. I I think there are a couple that you have to submit to that we're not on. I think um, maybe Pandora is Mm -hmm. one of them, you know, just like various ones like that. But But like the big ones. Yes, we're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. um, iTunes. We're on Audible. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, wow. There are options out there. Um, Also, for our most lighthearted case, uh, it was (laughs) the Hee Haw Gang of East Texas. That one we did with my sister. Um, I don't know if you've actually ever met my sister. You might have. I've only, I've seen pictures of (laughs) her. And and I want you to tell us just briefly what she does in the Atlanta area. So my sister, Amanda C. Miller, she is a voice actress and she uh, does mostly anime. But if you guys have seen Kid Cosmic on Netflix, she played Joe. Um, That was one of her more recent uh, original uh, animation projects. And so she is hilarious. We has she done some of the Simpsons or and I, no? I don't think okay. so. I could be wrong though. She does so many things. I'm she like, stays I don't very know. busy. <laughs> she she's, does. She's, yes. she's very done very well. So that's good for her. Um, but that one, that episode, like she's really funny, and we all just played off each other a mm-hmm. lot. And so there's a lot of jokes in that one. Yeah. Um, and it was also just the case itself. This guy hires these criminals from East Texas to kill his wife, mm-hmm. and they kind of string him along for two years and oh just keep getting gosh. money out of him. Jeez. Wow. <laughs> I think I've heard that. That sounds like a contractor doing your bathroom remodel or something. <laughs> yeah. And it's amazing how long it goes on. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. And so that's essentially what what happened with this, was that these guys were like, oh, oh I, could, I, can't, I can't do it this weekend, you know? <laughs> I have a cold or something. Slide me another (laughs) thousand in the bank account, though. (laughs) It was was essentially a comedy of errors on this guy's part. And so eventually somebody tries, but they don't succeed, thankfully. Um, But yeah, it's just like as the details of the case unfolded, it was just ridiculous. (laughs) That's crazy. Well, Brianna, uh, this is a, this is such a treat having you in, and I'm excited for for the future podcasts, the podcasts that are already up on the platforms. Uh, give us your website. Yes, our website is shockinglywicked.com or shockinglywickedpodcast.com. You can it's mm-hmm. going to take you to the exact same place, right? And we are on pretty much every social media platform that you can think of. I think minus YouTube, we have a YouTube page, but we're not currently posting anything to it. Okay, but we're on Instagram, Facebook as Shockingly Wicked Podcast. We are on 
on Twitter at Wicked Podcast One, and we are on TikTok at Shockingly Wicked. So if you want to come hang out, come hang out. All right. Well, thank you so much. Thank it, you. It's, uh, I love it. Well, Janet, I think you have a new a new friend. I know. <laughs> She's my new best friend. Come on over, watch Snapped. Well, <laughs> I'm interested. I'll bring my notebook. <laughs> It is 8.18 on the morning jam. We're going to pick our winner for the Come to the Table Tuesday here in just a little bit. Uh, Some more local news for you. And a five and dine in the queue. That'll be around 8.46, 8.47. It's a good one today like it always is. Thanks for being with us. The Morning Jam with Janet Rose and Mark Lamb. Eight twenty-two on the morning jam. The morning jam with Janet and Mark. We are the Virginia Talk Radio Network. Well, she was fun. And and she did tell me to say there, there is some cursing that happens every now and then. Not a lot, but there is but some. But it does happen. Yeah. So, so just, be, just be aware. Usually when you're, you know, calling one of the murderers. Oh, a, yeah. A, a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That could happen. <laughs> uh, speaking of disgusting people uh let's talk let's go to the capitol shall we oh, um so okay. we've got midterm elections right. coming up um we have um this one is particularly just tacky okay. um a representative said she couldn't attend a house vote due to covid19 representative cindy axe a democrat from iowa mm-hmm initially said COVID-19 was the reason that she couldn't attend an emergency August House vote in person. Mm-hmm. She voted by proxy in the emergency vote for the Manchin-Schumer climate bill, okay. labeled the Inflation Reduction Act of 2022. Right. Uh, in a request sent to the House clerk on August 12th, Axe said she was unable to attend the vote due to an ongoing health emergency. When she was actually like throwing some jet fuel into the air, flying out to uh, France to go on vacation. Wow. Well, I mean, maybe the air is better for you over there. Uh huh. Uh, she was recently asked by a television station, mm-hmm. um, you know, why she voted by proxy. Mm-hmm. Um, the proxy voting was. All right, let me make sure I get this right. I don't want to get it wrong. Right, right. Um, at, the, at the time of the vote, which took place, she represents Iowa's third congressional district mm-hmm. as she was in France mm-hmm. and got busted because of an image shared to Instagram by her son. All right. The photo was removed from Instagram after Fox Digital inquired about the trip. <laughs> 
The photograph shared on Instagram from her son's account was captioned France Part 1 and shows her standing alongside her husband and son. Right. On August 12th, Cheryl Johnson, the clerk for the House of Representatives, uh, said she was unable to attend due to ongoing public health. Right. Cast her vote by proxy. Mm-hmm. Um, following the measures on the passage, a tweet from her account read, Passed. I just voted yes on the hashtag Inflation Reduction Act, a historic bill, blah, 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 blah. Proxy voting is in, uh, instituted amid the COVID-19 pandemic. Mm-hmm. House Speaker Pelosi extended proxy voting until September 26, but it's unclear if she will continue that after that date. Hmm. Hmm. Um, <laughs> wow. What? I mean, come on. How do they just get a pass every time? You can just lie. Well, they would would be calling for the head, even in France. Just cut his or her head off in France and send it back on the plane if they're a Republican. she's up to try to keep her seat in November. Yeah. You think, if anything, Mm. this is not a time to be phoning in your vote, literally. Right. Phoning it in. Mm. Uh, Didn't respond with uh, to any questions right that was uh that was asked you might be uh interested in knowing i was third district uh, in the latest rankings is leaning republican mm-hmm. in the midterm elections yeah <laughs> so that's interesting yeah why would you why would you do that now i just think that's really interesting mm. that now of all times sure you would choose to do that sure right i don't know Kamala was in Japan yesterday. Yeah. Um, she attended a funeral, apparently. Oh. While she was there. Okay. Didn't know that. I didn't know. Well, I mean, people die all the time, but I didn't know anybody significant had passed. Well, uh, they placed flowers in front of the stage during a state funeral for a former Japanese prime minister. Oh, this is the guy that died a while back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, apparently... Um, we had Biden that did not attend uh, a funeral. President Biden's decision not to attend the funeral of the prime minister on Tuesday, people are saying, sends a weak message to China as tensions rise in the region. Okay. Uh, this prime minister was one that was assassinated. While yep. delivering a campaign yep. speech, we and covered that. Yeah, the former. He was. He was, and he was well loved. Yes, well yep. loved. Um, I think it would be significant. One uh, commentator told uh, reporters for Biden to come here now, especially because of the threat mm-hmm. is rising more than ever. Taiwan is in danger, and what we hear is uh, Japan. In Japan, is that after Taiwan, it's Japan. Hmm. Yeah. Beijing claims sovereignty over Taiwan. Tensions in the regions have escalated in recent months. Why can't countries just do their take care of their own thing? This has been. I mean, this since the beginning of time. time, It is. It's it's that whole mine's bigger than yours. Look, I've got more land than you have. And the human heart is evil, desperately above all things. Who can know it? Only God can. Only they don't have to fight us. They just come by our farmland near our military bases. Well, yeah, and they're gonna. You know, we just I, sell it to them. Can you envision a, a war against China and our planes have to leave a certain military base and they're taken down in American skies because China has 
All you need is a rocket shoulder launcher. You don't even need to have other things. Shoulder launcher will take down a plane. Right. I mean, said our prime minister is having bilateral talks as much as he can during the three days before and after the state funeral. Biden is not taking advantage of the situation. Mm-hmm. It's unfortunate. Right. He would have presented himself as a strong leader had he chosen to attend. We could see that, oh, America is strong he's and we good. have to keep the world order with the leader America. Yeah. But because he's choosing not to come, that's going to work in favor of China. But we sent Kamala. Well, he's too busy having. I'm sure know, she's cackling her way through the <laughs> sushi bar down yeah, there. Having concerts with Elton John and embarrassing. Oh, Lord, him. you don't think she's going to try to do a Japanese accent, do oh, you? Oh, my gosh. When she did. If she goes down there and, and does to, like the Samurai Warrior oh, off SNL, we are no, like in trouble. No, no, no. I don't. No, that's a. Thank you for putting that image in my head. <laughs> thank you very much. I'm just saying, after that whole the plan. Right. Nothing would surprise me. Well, I know. WDBJ7 is on the way, guys. We'll uh, check that out, and we'll take a look at that forecast. Rain is coming, but when will it get here? We are going to talk to my brother today. We're going to talk to him coming out of our new segment here in just a few minutes. My brother Jim will be checking in from uh, Newport Ritchie, which is north of Tampa. They're in that they're in that big cone that, uh, the, you know, Ian is headed towards. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk to him and talk about some of the things that are going on there as well. Kimberly McBroom, WDBJ7, CBS News Brief first, then Janet and I will be right back. We will pick our winner here in the next little bit, too, for the Come to the Table Tuesday. Currently, we have 52 degrees in the Lynchburg area, uh, 49 in Bedford, 54 in Roanoke and Salem, 50 in Danville, 51 in Appomattox. Celebrate Hispanic and Latino cuisine. It is Hispanic Heritage Month. Uh, it began September the 15th will go all the way through October the 15th in the Commonwealth. Many activities will be taking place in the state honoring Latinos, Hispanic communities by highlighting restaurants that serve the Hispanic Latino community with their cuisine. And it also benefits white honkies like myself. Uh, two of the ones that won the award in Roanoke, Manny Seafood Soul and Mexican, and one of Janet's and our spouse's favorite restaurant, Cuban Island, Stella, winning uh, the, uh, one of those top two awards. Congratulations to both of those. Um, Williamson Road is where you can find Cuban Island. And then uh, 2628 Virginia Avenue in Collinsville will be uh, this Manny's Seafood Soul and Mexican Restaurant. So uh, if you get a chance, check those out this month. Well, earlier in the show, we were talking with a uh, Lynchburg City Council uh candidate Mm -hmm. marty mischens and we were talking about uh the 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 money uh that he and some other actual council members say should be returned to the taxpayers now one lynchburg city council member is submitting a proposal that would return millions to homeowners jeff hegelson is the council member planning to present this proposal today Mm -hmm. he is the chairman of the city council's finance committee he wants to return nearly five million dollars in excess revenue from tax increases implemented last year to taxpayers hegelson says 
that this excessive revenue is proof that the real estate tax increase was not needed. Last year's $5 million increase on our citizens was completely and utterly non-essential, Huggelson said. We have excess revenue. Now it's time to give it back to our overtaxed citizens. Your home's value will determine exactly how much money would be returned to you mm-hmm. should this proposal be approved. For example, if your house is valued at 200000 you would receive roughly $20,000 or $200 back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the difference from the extra revenue generated as the result of the tax increases. Hegelson said the proposal is guaranteed to move forward Tuesday because of his yes vote. From there, the proposal goes before the entire city council to vote on whether to approve or decline it. That should happen at the meeting in October. Okay, that sounds good. All right, let me uh, let me hit pause on this thing because it's going a little crazy right now, and we're going to play something for you that's kind of in the news right now. Yeah. Hurricane Ian is now a major hurricane with winds of 125 miles per hour as it moves over western Cuba, and this storm is not done strengthening. There's a look at the latest. The hurricane warnings now have been extended along the west coast of Florida from Tampa down through Fort Myers, and here's a look at the latest forecast cone from the National Hurricane Center. Now, this storm is expected to explode to a Category 4 hurricane as early as Wednesday morning as it approaches the west coast of florida so there we go my brother jim on the line he lives in the tampa bay area they are uh, predicting that it could slow down by the time it hits and be a category three that's what we're certainly hoping for good morning jim good morning so things a little busy down there you probably got all your batteries in your suitcase you're heading to your son's he's a little further inland actually we have a an an ever-growing always resupplied briefcase of batteries hmm. for just such an occasion ah well so, when you live that in that area it's a blessing but you do have to be prepared for situations like this huh yeah we have we have um aluminum shutters the heavy duty aluminum ones mm-hmm. rather than the uh four by eights that you get at handy city whatever yeah but the thing is i need I am, because of my back, unable to put them up, and, and my wife can't. So my cousin, uh, my daughter-in-law's uh, son, mm-hmm. Jack, is coming over to help us. So it, it's interesting. I'm looking at the backyard pond, because I have a pond fed by the river, fed by the gulf. Yep. It could not be more calm. And up until about 30 seconds ago, my cat was sitting on my desk watching the puppies play outside. So it is literally the calm before the storm. Yeah, tell us, uh, tell us what's going on, you know, logistically in in your area as far as people waiting in line. We're told, you know, for hours to get gas for their cars and their generators and everything else. Uh, I assume the the the, uh, the stores are being emptied, and and those kinds of things. Uh, just give us a gut check on that. Yeah, and, and the great thing about the Florida news then, as opposed to. Uh, you know, the people in New York, uh, Hollywood or wherever, they they live down here with us. They are going through the storm with us. Right. Their property is threatened as, as ours. Mm-hmm. So when they go out there, you really feel like it's part of your own uh, body, your own yeah. Florida corporation, and you believe them. Now, the real danger is when that guy from CNN shows up, mm. then you know... <laughs> We heard he landed in Clearwater. That's what my wife said. 
And I thought, well, we know where the storm's going to hit. He has inside information. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's going to hit there. <laughs> probably. He probably does have inside information. Now, you're moving inland uh, because I heard yesterday, and I don't know if I'm sure they've updated since then. They said you should get 25 miles inland. Well, that's that's like Lake City or La- Land of Lakes and, and that kind of thing. Um, you guys are going to be what? At Jesse's place, you're going to be what? About eight, ten miles inland? Eight, eight, ten miles. But we're doing it for the surge. Yeah, the surge. The two things people, and it, it's nuanced. You know, it's like the differences between sparkling water. Uh, because you can have flood damage, so you have to have flood insurance. You can have wind damage and not flood damage, although it looks like it's the same hurricane doing both. Right. Well, the reason they stress the surge for people like me, because we're, JoLynn and I are only about two miles from uh, the Gulf. Right. Our pond is fed by a river that's fed by the Gulf, so we're going to get the surge front and back, right? Which is unusual. And our our uh, living room is one foot below sea level. Ooh. So I'm not good at math, but that doesn't sound like a good number. No, it's uh, no, not a good number. No, I, I I I vote nay. Yeah, for that number. And your brother Doug is just a, a, a if no geographically, I guess you guys are about the same amount two two miles in. Yeah, but he, he's a little higher. He is a little higher, okay. You know, you're, well, you know, Jim, he is the favorite son. That's what we always joked about. Doug was the favorite son, so he's on higher <laughs> ground. He's In more one. ways than one. In Florida, if you live at 18 feet, you're pretty high. Yeah, sure. This isn't like you know going up in the mountains. I mean, seriously, I think the highest point in Florida is probably not not over 500 feet. Yeah. So wow. But the reason we're going inland is to avoid, we know we're going to get the wind. Yeah. Uh, it's the surge. Well, the and surge. Jesse, you, your son, I've, I've seen his Tesla batteries in the garage. He is ready yeah. for a power outage. He has got his house set up really nice. He is set. He has tools. He's been building up his reservoir, and we're bringing canned goods. So mm-hmm. you do what you can do. Going back to the stores. From what I could see at multiple stores yesterday, shelf after shelf after shelf was empty. Right. People grabbed every, everything that was in a can, uh, anything that was going to drink like water was gone. Right. Wow. And, uh, and, and it's smart. Yeah. I mean, here, here's the deal. We have, whether you're a Republican governor or a Democrat governor, you part of your legacy is how you handle the storm. Yeah. And take care of your people. And, yep. Everybody knows that going in, and that's. I watched two press conferences yesterday, one with the governor in I think South Florida, and the one in Pinellas. And 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 as I have watched every uh, storm spoken about by the governor, because they have their best people there, mm-hmm. they are translating for the deaf, they have the things running along the bottom. They know that drill, and they practice it every year. Right. And frankly, it was one of the things that gives me confidence is that's one of the few times the, the uh, politics get thrown out the window yes. and the governance comes in. One, well, one last thing before you go, Jim. I tried to explain how St. Pete is just in a, in a valley of sorts. And with the Tampa Bay, the way it works, and, and the surrounding area, how vulnerable – uh, St. Pete is in that in that particular area. Can you just shed a little light on that? Yes, I can, and it's and it, it's it's a slightly different scenario. It depends if the hurricane hits a little below, dead on, or above. Mm-hmm. 
if you can imagine that water and it goes in a, it's a counterclockwise position, that could feed, if it's a little, if, if it's aligned up correctly, that feed goes in to, to St. Pete and Tampa, mm-hmm. and you'll get a surge, and then it pulls out. Right. If it goes the other way, it actually sucks all the water out. Out of the bay, right? Out of the bay, and then when the storm comes in, you get almost like a supercharged it's almost like a tsunami kind of effect, right? Yeah, it is. It is. I I I, I don't use the word lightly, but the equivalent for a flatland like Florida, because once that water comes back in, it's forceful. And I used to live about two blocks two blocks from the the bay. Yeah, and, I remember. Uh, the water. Yeah. And the, the sad thing is, and I, I hope this is not true. There's always some Yahoo who decides to you know get a bottle of bourbon and have a hurricane party, right? Then drowning. In uh, 24 hours and crying for the police, and they can't reach them. Yeah. I mean, there are parts that are going to be cut off mm-hmm. that they can't get in there with anything. Right. And sure. they're just going to have to ride out the storm, and I, that's why I'm getting out of here. Well, we hope to touch base with you. Our prayers are with you and the family in the state of Florida. Uh, we'll try to touch base with you, you know, maybe, uh, you know, Thursday or Friday at the latest. And, and, and get an update on how on how things went. We love you, and, and please be careful. Tell Dougie and everybody down there, uh, you're in our thoughts and prayers, okay? And tell, tell your buddy that, you, look, tell us we need to make meals without electricity. Okay. <laughs> well. I got you. Cold cuts of some sort. <laughs> cold cut. <laughs> All right, thanks, bud. Uh, by the way, uh, Governor DeSantis, I saw one of the, uh, you know, one of his, his, uh, press conferences yesterday and he says we lose a, a fair amount of people to people that don't properly um exhaust the fumes from their generators a lot of people die because of oh that my gosh people run the generators in their house and they think that you know they can do that you cannot do that Mm-mm. you'll die from other means other than the right. hurricane itself it's time for janet's five and dine on the morning jam Give her five minutes, and she'll give you some great inspiration for a delicious meal tonight. Five and Dine is brought to you by our friends at FNL Market. They are located on Memorial Avenue in Lynchburg, cutting and grinding fresh meats every single day and keeping their prices low so you can keep your food bill in check. You uh, need to sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member because you can save even more that way. I'll tell you how to do that in just a second. So today's recipe isn't no-bake. Sorry. I'll, uh, I'll have to work on that maybe as we uh, get on through the week uh, it is though a way for you to serve up a fall favorite for a crowd with a uh, apple pie well it's called apple pie for a crowd hmm. so if you have a lot of people coming over because a pie doesn't feed very many people mm-hmm. right. i mean we're talking eight people tops yeah and that can get expensive if you're making so this this will give you nice bars uh, that'll give them a little something sweet okay and it'll make it go a lot further and these days we're making everything go a yeah, lot further if we can. Mm. Uh, you're going to start with a 9 by 13 inch pan, uh, and you're going to grease and flour it lightly on the bottom sides. Then you're going to make your crust. Two cups of all-purpose flour and uh, half a teaspoon of salt, and then you're going to cut in your shortening until it forms crumbles. Then you're going to add your water and your lemon juice, and that's going to make your dough. So you're going to cut it into two pieces 
Uh, one piece is going to be about two-thirds of the total because you want that to be the bottom part of the crust. Roll it out on a lightly floured surface to fit the bottom of an oblong pan. Going up to size about a half inch all the way around. Uh, cut any extra trimmings. Add those back to the dough that you have left. Then you're going to layer apples evenly over the entire surface. Now this calls for Granny Smith, which is a great apple. I like to mix Granny Smith with some uh, Golden Delicious because I think it really gives you a nice um, uh, flavor and mm-hmm. texture to those. Because okay. the Golden Delicious is a little bit sweeter. Granny Smith is a little bit tarter. Okay. So I alternate those, cover the whole bottom. Then you're going to uh, put some sugar over the tart, uh, uh, over the top of it. If you like it to be a little bit tart, you can back off on the sugar. But put your sugar on, uh, sprinkle it uh, with a little bit of salt, cinnamon, mm-hmm. and nutmeg. Don't forget the nutmeg. Then you're going to roll out the rest of your dough and you don't have to close up the sides of this you just want to uh, bring the edge of that to over the top of the apples and you're going to bake it for about 40 minutes uh, and then remove it and cool it and then at the very end you're going to just ice it a little bit with uh, a little uh, a little glaze okay like just drizzle it over Mm -hmm. the top Mm -hmm. cut it into bars you're good to go okay you want the recipe? Go to Facebook. Type in Janet's Five and Dying. You'll find this recipe and all the recipes that we share. Brought to you by FNL Market, where their meats are a cut above. Before you fire up the coffee maker, turn on the Morning Jam with Janet and Mark on the Virginia Talk Radio Network. I come from a long line of Southern cooks, and one thing my mama always told me was ingredients matter. That's why I trust the experienced butchers at FNL Market, Lynchburg's only locally and family-owned independent grocery store. Their staff cuts and grinds fresh meats daily and will offer you the personal service you desire for everyday meals or special occasions. This week at FNL Market, save on fresh Chesapeake oysters, $22 a pint. Cooked crabs, $2 each from the Chesapeake. Bottom round roast is $3.98 a pound. Cube steak or beef stew is $4.98 for a family pack. And Jimmy D. Bacon, hickory, or applewood is $3.98 for a 12-ounce pack. Sign up to be a VIP Savings Club member by texting FL Market to 833-605-1804. Stop by FNL Market today, 2517 Memorial Avenue, Lynchburg. Their meat is a cut above. Al Green telling you to call me. Call me, call me, call me, call me. Mm-hmm. And we did get a call. Yeah, we did. And it's uh, odd because we got a call from our winner of Come to the Table Tuesday. What are the odds of that? Did you hear that, young man? Oh, no, I can die now. I can die now. I have won. <laughs> you won. Now you, can, now you can go happy. Lester <laughs> Congratulations. Guess what, Janet? What? I'm making... Uh, fried apple pies, fried apple sweet potato pies for tomorrow's Wednesday come to the table down here. Oh, oh nice. Yummo. Yeah. Mom used to make those. And yeah, you, 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 uh, and your five and dime was about making something like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was uh, apple pie for yeah. a crowd. Yeah, I'm, I'm just trying to decide whether to go out and get me some canned biscuits. When I make my, uh, uh, you know, I use my biscuit dough. Right. And it's always turn, it turns out too doughy, the pies do. I think I'm just going to go out and get me some uh, uh, 
uh, canned biscuits. Do you know that's the only that's the only thing my mother ever used a canned biscuit for hmm. was hand pies. How about that? Is that right? Yeah, I every, didn't know that. Every everything else she'd make homemade, you know, biscuits. Okay. But when she was making hand pies, she would just get the 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 biscuits and and that's what she never used them for biscuits Mm -hmm. but she would use them to make the hand pies interesting yeah Yeah. it won't disappoint mom wouldn't have put put a can mom wouldn't have put no canned biscuits on the table because dad would run out of the room Ah. (laughs) well congratulations did you want to make any other comments yeah well we're coming up on our two-year anniversary i've been with y'all from the start yes you have uh, I, i bet janice don't even know the first argument we had (laughs) <laughs> um, I re- I remember. Seems like I said something about a restaurant or something. No, no, that was talking about. Uh, I uh, you were talking. It was a story about pets or something. Mm. And you didn't know who I was then, but I said uh, <laughs> pets are not supposed to be uh, prisoners. Oh, oh, yeah. oh uh huh. Yeah, okay. and I think you uh, you come you come back with with. Uh, you come back with, uh, this must be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> well, we appreciate you uh, listening all, all yes, that time. Should, As a matter of fact, uh, this isn't a pet story coming up next, but it, it's a wild uh, rodent, sort of. It, it, <laughs> the squirrel went berserk in the first self-righteous church. Oh, this is a red squirrel. A red squirrel. Yeah, I mean, that squirrel raised havoc at the Revival. This one is raising havoc at a Scottish bakery. Oh, no. And has shut it down for two days. Oh, no. Now, here's the problem. All right. The the red squirrel is a protected species in Scotland. Oh, it is they're very. They're very cute. They're very, okay. They're very, very red. Right. Um, yeah. You got a picture? I, I do. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, they're really adorable. Oh, that is a pretty, so Greg Bakery mm-hmm. uh, had to close after a red squirrel was found living in the roof. He was photographed wow. through the window wandering around the business when it was closed. Okay. The bakery had to remain closed after mm-hmm. initial attempts to safely remove him were unsuccessful. Right. The Scottish SBCA confirmed it was contacted about the squirrel. Mm-hmm. And they say the squirrel is very high up in the rafters. We advised the member of the public to leave an exit for the squirrel in the hopes that he would come down of his own accord. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, But no. No. Well, no. Why would he? He's got full access to cakes and pies. Well, yeah, true. Nuts. I'm sure there's nuts and fruit. It's a sweet deal. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, Member of the animal rescue team is now in the process of trying to gain uh, access, Dale says, yummy, squirrel pot pie. Stop it, Dale. Wow. Um, he's a protected species in Scotland. Yeah. So uh, now they're sending experts in to remove him. Greg's officials say the store will be thoroughly cleaned before mm-hmm. reopening it once the animal is safely outside. Okay. So right. there you go. Right. I do remember, I do remember that text from him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I called him a grumpy oh. fella. Mm-hmm. Like, dude, you need to relax. And, you know, we're in charge of the animals. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> My dogs wouldn't make it a second. Oh, in the real world? No, absolutely not. They're so rotten. But he's saying, I used to be able to go there, but no more. I, I did a, I I used to, for I did a test on the a doggy kissing booth yesterday. Oh, you did? Yes. 
Uh, Buddy is definitely the premium specimen for the the, the okay. kissing booth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the dogs just my littles just don't they don't understand boundaries at all. Oh yeah, yeah. They yeah, just want to yeah. They'd lick you in the, your ear, or your ear, nose, ear, whatever. Eye, mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They'll, they'll mm-hmm. whereas Buddy is very respectful of of boundaries. Right. So, I got you. I got yeah. you. Yeah. And then and then uh, Rogan, he he's not happy with just kisses. We have to give hugs, hugs. as well. Yeah, hugs as you've kisses. experienced. X's and O's. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. Paws he's had up his, on the shoulder. Yeah, he's right there looking at me. Yeah. Although he doesn't know I have a picture of Buddy. Buddy stares at me the whole show. He does because he's he's looking at a Reese cup. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got your... a picture of Buddy right in front of me. Yeah, with a Reese cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's your spirit Best animal. Best of both worlds. <laughs> got Buddy and the Reese cup. Uh, congratulations going out to uh, Lester. He was our winner this morning with... Uh, with Paradise Lake Campground. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won Come to the Table Tuesday. Uh, Ten box lunches, courtesy of Honey Baked Ham and Harvest Baptist Church, where they remind you it's time to be kind. Do be kind today and have a great day. Make today awesome, and being kind is one of the ways to do that. Yep. We'll see you tomorrow.